It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway.
SWAC, the MEAC, SIAC, and the CIAA. The HBCU experience lives here. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. All right, we here, man. Welcome in to another edition of the HBCU Report for Thursday, April 30th, 2020. I am Rod Calloway. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HBCU Report. Also, remember, when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Oh, man, so much been going on in the world. Ah, yes. Uh, Since we last joined you on Tuesday, and if you missed Tuesday's show, we were joined by Willie Simmons, the head football coach of the Florida A&M University Rattlers. If you missed that interview, you can go back and relive uh, that interview or any episode of the HBCU Report on Demand 24-7 via Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. All right? So here in Georgia, where this show originates from, we're getting ready uh, for our shelter in place to expire tonight, which means that tomorrow everything is going to be open. I don't think the gyms are going to be open, but the malls are definitely going to be open tomorrow. Our restaurants here are already open in a limited capacity. You know, the spacing, you got to have that social distancing thing uh, going on, but I'm really not, really not sure if we're ready for this. You know, I do um, this radio program on Thursdays, Uh, that originates from Seattle, Game Time Sports. And they're still under a stay-at-home advisory until June. And so I'm just a little worried that that the good folks down here in the dirty south, down here in, you know, the peak state, might be um, moving just a a little too fast. You know, I'm kind of disappointed that, um, you know, Tuesday night I told you guys that I was going to check out this Eddie Robinson documentary and then we were going to talk about it today. But man, so much has been going on. I can't even lie. I have not had the opportunity to watch it, but I'm going to definitely make sure uh, to check it out before Saturday's show. But speaking of of documentary, shouts out to uh, Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls, man, all of that good stuff. The the Last Dance has become um, the highest rated in-demand documentary since what? the tiger king (laughs) yeah mj has best the tiger king as the most uh in-demand documentary so shouts out to them for that you can thank carol baskin it's all because of carol baskin that michael jordan's documentary has trump tiger king (laughs) oh my god this is the hbcu report rob calloway hanging out with you and speaking of uh the last dance Man, I am really enjoying seeing everybody's reaction to the things that Michael Jordan and other members of the Bulls are saying. You got Isaiah Thomas been making his rounds this week, and he's, you know, acting like he's just in shock that Michael Jordan felt that way or that anybody on the team said, you know, felt that way about him. You got, um, who else been making their rounds? Um, uh, oh, oh, uh, Craig Elo. Craig Elo's also been making his rounds because if you guys remember in uh Sunday on Sundays, what I forget if it was the first or second episode where they were talking about the Bulls Cavaliers matchup and Ron Harper wanted to great, uh, wanted to guard Michael Jordan, but the great Lenny Wilkins. And I say that loosely, the great Lenny Wilkins uh, was like, no, Elo's going to guard Michael. And of course the rest is history. 
I love hearing these guys' responses because Craig Elo is like, well, Ryan and I were great friends. I can't believe Ryan even felt like that about me or said that about me in that moment. Well, it was just a moment. It's sports. But I, I'm enjoying this. I mean, just the fact that the Bulls are actually getting under these folks' skin is so unbelievable. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. All right. So coming up on tonight's show, we will be joined by Latrell Scott, the head football coach of Norfolk State University. As we continue checking in with our favorite coaches, seeing what's uh, happening at their respective universities and how they're dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. All right. But uh, right now, let's take a look back at 1995. It was September 3rd of 1995 that eBay started the online auction and shopping website where people buy and sell goods and services worldwide. 1995. Remember, just the other day I was telling you guys that uh, what in August of 95, we were introduced to Windows 95 and all of that good stuff. Damn, 95 was, I guess 95 was big for technology. In black history in 1995, it was October 16th that the Million Man March was held in Washington, D.C. The march was described as a call to black men to take charge of rebuilding their communities and show more respect for themselves and devotion to their families. In music, August 1st, Ray Kwan released Only Built for Cuban Links and Mystical's debut album Mind of Mystical was released October 10th. At the box office, December 21st, Waiting to Exhale, directed by Forrest Whitaker. I didn't know that. Um, starring Whitney Houston, Angela Bassett, Loretta Devine, and Layla Rashawn hit theaters. Now, really quick, I know this is supposed to be able to look back at 95. All right, so Babyface is going to do a Waiting to Excel soundtrack breakdown on Mother's Day. You know, he got the bug after the whole versus thing versus Teddy Riley. So coming up on Mother's Day, make sure you make a note of that. Coming up on Mother's Day, don't know the time or any of that right now, but Babyface is going to do a soundtrack breakdown of Waiting to Excel on Mother's Day. Okay, so make sure that you uh, make a note of that. All right? All right. So in sports, back to 1995. Uh, March 18th, Michael Jordan announced that he was coming out of retirement in a two-word fax that simply read, I'm back. Yeah, (laughs) that's how you do it. And that's a look back at 1995. Coming up on tonight's show, as I just mentioned, uh, we will be joined by Norfolk State University head football coach Latrell Scott. And we're also going to continue our celebration of 1995. Be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at HBCU Report. Coming up next, Latrell Scott. This is the HBCU Report. All right, everybody in the car. Let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. (sighs) Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. If you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed. Rob Calloway on the line right now with Willie Simmons, head football coach of the Florida A&M University Rattlers. Uh, how much do you think that the, the cancellation of the combine as well as those pro days uh, really hurt players like Ryan uh, from, from getting drafted? I think it had a profound uh, impact. You know, you look at this year, only six FCS football players 
players were drafted. I mean, it's the lowest figure. Uh, I think the uh, stats I read was since 2003. So that's not even one per conference. And so uh, I think it's the average around between, you know, 15 to 20 guys per year from the FCS ranks that, that get drafted. And I think a lot of that comes from those guys who want to have great pro days. And, and, and like I said, in Ryan's case, some of the guys that in our conference uh, or the swag, the, the chance to have the HBCU combine. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. I want you. I got to have you. But what will this lead to? Will it just be me and you? Tell me. You know I want you. Tell me how you feel. I'll be obliged if you step outside. Because my ride is awaiting. I date a staking. A nightcap, we mate awaken by smells of perfume that I inhale and then tell how well we raise hell on the Giselle. Satin sheets, heat from your feet, keep me warm. The mood is perfected with the sounds from the storm. You came stronger, I lasted longer than I've ever lasted. Your mouth was fantastic, the fuck test you passed it. The way you made a nigga laugh, I had to get you. And when I saw that ass pass, I had to hit you. You're making me fight against my will. What must I do? Would you kill for me? Yeah, if my life in danger too. Even still for me? Yeah, if that shit belongs to you. Then feel for me. Yeah, if the way you act is true. Who knows? Fine clothes. Lexus those you'll be closing. When you become one of the chosen. Hosing. Different places. Different faces. Different cases. Got me tied like shoelaces. No mistake. Just MJG, you ain't gotta be. Constantly trying to shoot that P. Claiming that you ain't heard of me. Real. Let me know how you feel when we communicate. We'll be straight if you express your mind instead of preferring to wait. Some who can't do it lose women, but nigga like me used to it. Space age pimp. Saying no, but your body saying stick me, lick me, don't be afraid of what your friends say. Rappers get that ass, then be out of here like yesterday. But not tonight, you look so tight, it feels so right. This endo got me curving, let's go hop in my suburban and ride till we get to where you wanna be, no matter how far. Just call me ball, baby. To me, you're the superstar. Ask me time and time again, why did I choose you? Do I wanna be your man or just misuse you? I hear your partner dissing when they think I ain't listening. Them hoes just be wishing they could be in your position. With me in luxury, I got to be every day. Cheap and hay with something stout, wearing lingerie. Let's hit the tail, get a sweet and order something to eat. Tell me things about you, I'll tell you things about me. Then out the blue, I'll be caressing you, undressing you. You start doing all that shit you said you'll never do. Lusting, busting, all out of my box of drawers. Fingers dripping, slipping in and out and in and out. Constantly telling me the things you don't do. Yet you do it like a pro and think that I don't know. But I do, that's why I'm here with you and you know this. Slip on the latex and dive in. Swish. Swish. <laughs> 
Ooh, that's some classic heat right there. Eight ball MJG. Man, you can oh my god. 95 was a hell of a year for for rap music, man. And this right here, if you were in the South, oh, this is what you were bumping right here. <laughs> This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you on a Thursday night. Thank you guys for tuning in. However, you may be listening. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HBCU Report. Where we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. And as promised, we're being joined on the line right now by Norfolk State University's own Latrell Scott. First of all, Latrell, man, welcome back to the HBCU Report. I appreciate you having us on, man. Not a problem. So, uh, first and foremost, what are you doing to, you know, play it safe and to stay safe uh, as we deal with the whole COVID-19 pandemic? Well, you know, uh, my family and I are just listening to all the news and making sure that we're, we're following guidelines. You know, we're being obedient, uh, staying disciplined, uh, just, try, you know, just, just doing all the things that we can do uh, as a family to make sure that we're safe. And, you know, with that, you know, obviously we've got to make sure our, extend, our extended family uh, like our, our coaches and our team and everyone else around us is safe too. So we're just trying to mix all the guidelines and do the things that we're being told to do uh, in hopes that we can, we can all make it through this thing uh, the best, best, best we possibly can. Absolutely. Now I know school is wrapping up and I know that you guys would, you know, be going through the motions of uh, preparing for summer practice and all of that kind of stuff. But with this whole pandemic, uh, you know, what is the plan moving forward for you right now? Well, yeah, it's a waiting game. Obviously, uh, the guys finished up classes last week. I believe they oh, finished last up week. exams okay. Okay. Uh, this coming Friday. So uh, school's over. And, you know, all, all we're doing is kind of, you know, sitting around making sure that everybody's eligible. Uh, I'd love to commend our, our academic support staff. Those ladies worked tirelessly uh, and dealt with all, you know, 85 to 90 of our players to make sure that those guys were getting all the uh, the feedback and, and attention that they needed to make sure that they were academically eligible. I think Nova State did a tremendous job as a as a as a school, you know, from the administration to the faculty and staff to making sure that the transition for the guys was, was as smooth as possible. So uh, we're very fortunate to have worked with those people. But you know, from, from a football sense, we're just uh, we're just waiting. I know there are, there are a lot of different models that are being discussed uh, by conference commissioners and uh, ads and, and things of that sort, but. You know, we're just trying to do what we can do uh, to stay sharp mentally, to stay sharp physically, uh, in hopes that we will have a season and, and, and making sure that when we do get to go ahead, that we're ready to go. Absolutely. Now, uh, just quickly looking back at last season, uh, you guys played, uh, man, three out-of-conference games against uh, Old Dominion, Coastal Carolina, also uh, Montana State. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so you guys' record wasn't necessarily indicative of how good you all were. So moving forward, as we head into the season, just looking as if the season is going to happen, uh, what are you looking forward to the most uh, in regards to uh, the 2020 season? Well, it's a senior-laden team, so we're excited. Uh, you know, we've taken our punches over the years uh, as, as we as we matured and developed our program. Uh, I believe we've got about 17 starters returning, so that, that puts us in, in an extremely competitive situation. Uh, I think the conference still runs through. Uh, A&T and, and Florida A&M and you know we play Florida A&M very well we've got to play better against uh, A&T and what we've got to do as a team is, is finish and tap a lot of games we lost to FAM in a close game we lost to Bethune in a close game we lost to South Carolina State in a close game and you know championship programs win those games that are close 
you know, if we want to be champions, we've got to do the things we need to do to get ourselves over the hump. But, but hopefully, uh, I believe that uh, the experience factor, the fact that we've been in those games and then we, we've come out on the short end of those games, uh, will pay dividends. Yeah, absolutely. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line with Norfolk State University's own Latrell Scott uh, joining us uh, this evening. Really appreciate that. Now, uh, Coach, since we've all been hunkered in and dealing with the whole COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the NCAA has been really busy. One of the first things uh, that they did was uh, issued uh, the waivers for SAT, ACT for incoming freshmen. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think that's huge. I think for uh, the young people that are that are in high school that still had tests to take or just different circumstances, I think that's huge because none of us uh, with, with our home situation can dictate what's going on in someone else's house. And, you know, for those people to have the inability to take the test to qualify, I believe that it would have been unfair um, to, to deem those guys ineligible uh, and young ladies as well. So, I think uh, for as much criticism as they take, the NCAA got that one right. Well, on the flip side, what about what about the the guys that are <laughs> that are, that are really lucky because they might not have met the ACT or SAT score? They're really lucky right now. No question about it. Uh, you know, and, and we'll benefit from that. You know, but I think um, I think it's just it's just the right thing to do, and and because the, those young people that that weren't going to meet the score. Um, they didn't have the opportunity to try to increase their score. So I think that was the only thing that they could do. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that the NCAA has, um, you know, come out with is this whole thing about uh, endorsements and autographs. Players have been able to accept compensation for endorsements and autographs kicking off in, I think, 2021. Um, is this a good move? I mean, since since all the players want to get paid anyway. Well, you know, I, th- I think it's another opportunity for the young people to benefit uh, from some of their success. I think it, it is that uh, as long as there's a way for it to be mandated and there's a long, there's a way for it to be controlled, I, th- I think it's a positive. Um, obviously, there's going to be some issues initially because, you know, they're, they're, they're kinks in every new process. But I think uh, these young people, as we see right now, they're the lifeblood of our sports line. Uh, without them, there are no sports that I think uh, – for these people to have the ability to be be compensated in some way is uh, is positive for them. Mm-hmm. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line right now with Latrell Scott, head football coach at Norfolk State University. Uh, coach, hold the line for me. We're up against the break. Now, when we come back, I got a question to ask you about one of the proposed models that are out there if uh, sports are to resume in the fall. All right. This is the HBCU Report. Be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. When we're not here, we're there. There is SportsNewsAndBrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking you questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable 
Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed. Teddy Keaton, head football coach of the Allen University Yellow Jackets. Now that we're dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, how have you been adjusting and what have you all been doing to keep the kids, keep the players engaged? Well, we had already started last year with Microsoft Teams. I have everything online and, and you can share your screen, show film. We've been teaching them plays. We have a virtual study hall. This is constant communication with our players. I've been a trend coach. I've always been a guy who tried to stay ahead of the curve and make sure I'm prepared for what may happen, what may not happen. And it's just been great to do that. But a lot of coaches don't want to deal with the technology, don't want to learn it. And I think that if you don't get with the times, times like this could cause you to fall behind or you panic because you don't know the uncertainties of what's going on. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. Let's take a walk through the top. I 
I won't out of this hole. I'm in the cell under attack. No good folks, they in the hood. Got an eye on every move I make. Open your face to info. You ain't no, cause it's kept low. Ha, the new world plan. Reach the planet without the black so man. So your aim? Try to separate me from the blood. It's disrespect like coming in my home and not wiping your feet on the rug. The Citroen out salute has got me bucking no hat with no phone. Look out for the man with the mask and the white pony on my back. A beer stand off my toes. I was on my heels. The same plane. Soldiers coming in the dark. My plane to report the new system by rain. Tag my skin with your computer chip. Run your hand over the scanner to buy your dish now. No more fishing for your fish. No more fishing for my days of the old days. Past ways gone. Mind blown conception. Perception. My name on your selection. But I don't Classic Goody Mob right there. Cell Therapy. Who's that peeking through my window? HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Kicking off the third and final segment of tonight's show. Man, that's always going to be a classic right there. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. All right, so before we went to break, we were on the line with Coach Latrell Scott of Norfolk State University. Coach, um, I know that one of the models that the NCAA is talking about should fall sports uh, kick off uh, has to do with playing with no fans. So could you imagine playing an entire football game for an entire season with not one fan in the stands? Uh, I could because we do it every day in practice. You know, it's kind of like uh, we we have we have four or five dress rehearsals during the week, and believe it or not, when when you get locked in on game day, you know all you're seeing is your players, your coaches, uh, the other team's players, the other team's coaches. You're kind of locked into the competitive situation. You really don't see um, what's going on. The fans are extremely important to college athletics, and you know we we would much rather play uh, with fans, and hopefully we we will play with fans. But for us to go out and do it every day. Um, without fans it, it wouldn't be a huge distraction but if we had our pick we certainly want our friends and our family and our alumni and fans to do what cheers on yes yeah, so, um the other thing we're we're coming off the nfl draft um man we had uh one kid from the hbcu ranks uh actually hear his name called in the seventh round um I'm all, you know, I'm a little disappointed because I thought we had a little bit more, you know, more talent that, that should have been drafted. Uh, what are your thoughts, first of all, on, on the, the fact that uh, these kids didn't necessarily get the look because the pro days were canceled and also the um, NFL HBCU combine was canceled due to COVID-19? I think it's very unfortunate. I think if you look at it, I believe there are only six players in the entire, <clears throat> entire FCS that were drafted, uh, one from, from the HBCUs. It's it, it's definitely a tough situation for some of the guys who I thought deserved at least an opportunity. The HBCU Combine was slated to be one of those opportunities to give our, our kids uh, the opportunity to to, to 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 compete and showcase their skills at that level. I, I know the NFL scouts; the majority of them do a tremendous job, and I think that what they probably did in this draft was they 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 went with the schools familiar with guys that they that they take guys from year in year out. Um, but I do feel like some of the guys from our programs that got free agent opportunities will land roster spots ahead of some of the guys that were uh, that were actually drafted. You know, I think when you're being drafted in the later round, uh, it's, it's neat and it's neat from a novelty standpoint to be drafted. But I think you'll have a lot of these young people from uh, the HBCU programs 
and the FCS level that are going to win roster spots, you know, because I think uh, also just these guys, as in the scouts, not having the ability to get out and get their uh, last-minute evaluations done hurt our kids in the process because, as you know, you find some of your best talent in the later stages of your scouting and recruiting. Absolutely. Now, you know, I'm glad that you said that because here's my thing, Coach. What can we do collectively? I mean, collectively, just the the HBCU community, the SIAC, CIAA, SWAC, MEAC, what can we do to better showcase the talent so then, you know, the scouts don't have to just rely on the guys that they always go to? Well, you know, that's a tough question, and I think it's something that we've been trying to do for years. Um, You know, I saw something in the Ebony. uh, You know, I saw something in the Ebony archives from 1973. You know, somebody was asking the same question that we're asking now. So I really don't have the answer. I think as coaches, all we can do is continue to uh, recruit and develop the talent and showcase the talent that we have of our young people. And I think uh, the NFL is continually trying to improve their – their avenues to scout and do all those things because I do think that they want the best players. I think that if we have a kid um, in the HBCU ranks that that has the opportunity to help them, they definitely want them on their team. And I think for our kids, uh, we've just got to be better. We've got to find ways to shine brighter. You know, if you can dominate the competition at the level that you're on, they're going to find you. Yep, absolutely. On the line right now with Latrell Scott, Head football coach, Norfolk State University, Rod Calloway, hanging out with you guys. Now, coach, two more questions for you, and I'll let you get out of here, man. Um, the first, the first one, people, and I, I want to say the national media. That's what I'll say. The national media don't really understand like the whole HBCU thing, right? For I mean, they don't understand. It's almost like they don't understand. Okay, it's HBCUs, and they're called HBCUs because once upon a time ago, black folks couldn't go to the 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 bigger universities, right? So 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 that's why they're labeled HBCUs. But the thing about it is we have all players. You know what I'm saying? We have all players. We have white players. We have Hispanic players. We have everything within the HBCU rank. So in, in your opinion, what is the, the biggest misnomer about those four, la- those four letters, HBCU? I, I think, Rod, what you said is it's just a lot of, uh, a lot of the unknown. I think when we tend not to know the history and the background of a certain situation, we tend to stay away from it or we generalize. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of, there are a lot of people that are in the media and in broadcasts that have never been to an HBCU campus and they don't really understand or know why HBCUs actually exist. Uh, you know, you deal with some from a generation that don't know who Walter Payton is and who Jerry Rice is and, and, and some of the, some of the greats in the game. So, you know, if, if you never, had to deal with Virginia Union or Virginia State or Norfolk State or Rambling or, or those programs, and you tend to, you know, you, 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 if you don't know what those programs represent, you just tend to kind of lump them in a box saying, okay, HBCUs are, are, are not on the same par as some of the SCS programs. But I think, um, you know, it's just going to take continued research uh, from those people and, again, for people like yourself continuing uh, to fight for HBCUs because uh, we're a special entity and, and I don't think that people thought that HBCUs would be around this long and we're still here. Absolutely. And I think that uh, you know, as long as we continue to, to fight for, for ourselves and do the things that we need to do to continue to showcase our kids, I think it'll get better as time goes on. Absolutely. Great stuff, man. Last question, man. On the show this week, we are celebrating 1995. Where were you in 1995, Coach? 
Uh, I was I was the uh, I was a sophomore at Hampton. Um, I was a sophomore at Hampton playing on a on a on a really good football team. Um, I got a chance to watch the '96 um, Circle City Classic um, the other day, and we lost to Sam in six overtimes. And believe me, I was as sick the other day when I watched it as I was all those years ago. But '95, uh, I was a sophomore in college, uh, having a great time. Um, you know, playing on one of the best college football teams in the country for one of the best college coaches uh, in the history of college football, you know, and Joe Taylor. So I was in a pretty good place. You know, I was, you know, I had muscles, I could run. <laughs> you know, I was, I was having time for life. Absolutely. Here's Latrell Scott, head football coach, Norfolk State University. Coach, thank you so much for uh, checking in with me. I look forward to talking to you uh, once we get the, the season underway, whenever that happens, and, and you stay safe, okay? Hey, I appreciate you having me. Continue to do what you do. Uh, you know, all the, all the HBCUs, we appreciate you. All right, thanks, Coach. Great stuff right there. Latrell Scott, Norfolk State University. Rob Calloway closing out another edition of the HBCU Report, man. Are all hearts and minds clear? Well, if all hearts and minds are clear, everybody good? Well, if everybody's good, then we can go ahead and... Uh, Prepare to get up out of here. Like to thank tonight's guest, Latrell Scott, Norfolk State University. I also like to thank you, the listener, because without you, there would be no HBCU report. Coming up Saturday, you never know who's going to check in with the show, but we'll definitely do two things. We'll definitely talk about this Eddie Robinson uh, documentary that I was supposed to watch prior to tonight. We'll definitely talk about that. And then we're going to talk about an interesting article that I saw on one of these HBCU uh, websites where they were talking about conference realignment and it's just wild. I mean, when I say wild, I mean, it's wild. So we're going to definitely talk about that uh, coming up on Saturday show, 9 a.m. X radio.com. All right. Be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. Check out our content partner, sportsnewsandbrews.com. Where we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. All right, so you guys be good. I'll check back in with you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. via xsquadradio.com. And just remember... Tomorrow's not priming, so we've got to be the best version of ourselves every damn day. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway, gone. That's right. Some of that shit you just can't fuck with. The dog pound flavor for the nine fever. Know what I'm saying? Miss Chalet in the house. That's right. Set it off. Young dad struck a match and the match went out But it wasn't no more lights in the house Check it out Speaking of hoppers, play your game up Are you with it? I go get it, I bet you love it, baby I play the daddy and you can play the mama So we can get down upon the living room floor Are you with it? I promise I won't kill it Put a cat on the loose, what should I do? Should I kill it? Yeah See, back in the day when we used to play You wanted to be with me That's right so bright and natural, look at man that I can see. I'm sticking in my background, picking up a hole for you to make your move. But no longer will I be your ego. Let's play high.
cause to have straight up i'm in the shack about to blaze up a sack yeah we grown all alone posted up in the back there's no mistake i can have a whole house shaking young dads in that ass baby y'all no faking don't get me wrong tell me what's the flavor of the song you know it's dads in your drawers when your mama ain't home ring the alarm i got your buzz loving me physically and mentally i knew that it was never meant to be i know you know this girl by the name of danielle body of a goddess face from hell but oh shit wasn't the average trip she got the vibe and she like gobbling and swallowing the whole nine and a half on that black ass groupie and all the hoochies wanna do me from the past to the present let me represent the biggest nigga hitting all the hoes in your clique fast as lightning running through like the breeze in the summertime out on the corners making d's it's the thirst but i could show you something much worse than the thirst if worse came the worst but first things first brenda I can remember how hot y'all be getting 87, 86, and yeah, the year a young man grows. Some women become ladies, some turn into hoes. Young hoes run, find a way to stay with me. In the cut with corrupt, come and play with me, yeah. Report with Bob Calloway.